everyone. Welcome to The Travel Coach, Moving Body, Mind and Spirit. My guest today is a certified travel and life abroad coach who guides people in their process of moving abroad and settling into a new country. She helps her clients overcome challenges during their move so that they can fully thrive in all areas of their life while they, are, they live abroad, travel long-term, or work remotely, and create a feeling of home away from home. She has lived in Spain, Cambodia, and Australia, has traveled to over 25 countries, and she is currently based in the Netherlands. Birle Valen, welcome to The Travel Coach. Thank you so much. I'm so excited it's to, a pleasure to, to have be you here board, with you today. I was really looking forward to chatting to you. So we know each other for a while, but we didn't have the chance to, to chat. And, and yes. yeah, I'm so excited about our chat today. So my first question for you, thank you, is as always about your relationship with travel growing up. <laughs> I'm curious to know more about what are your memories of this phase of your life? Yes, I've actually basically traveled my, my whole life already. I was lucky um, that my parents just took me everywhere. So I, I grew up in the Netherlands uh, with two sisters. I'm the middle child. And first we traveled in the Netherlands, but then we went to other countries in Europe as well, like France and Norway. And after that, when I was a teenager and a student, we started making like trips like further away. Um, like those amazing places like Canada and Mexico and Indonesia, all of those places that at that time I couldn't go by myself because I was too young and I didn't have, you know, the, the money for it. So, um, so yeah, I guess since I was young, I was just lucky to be able to travel with them, with my family and have all those, those wonderful trips. And I feel like that's also how I, I just got into this passion for travel and so you started moving very to different places. traveling and seeing the wonders of this uh, beautiful planet yes. with your family. And yeah, that's a blessing indeed. Yeah. So you yeah, are a travel and life abroad coach. And I know you've been tra you, you moved yourself. Uh, mm -hmm. you, you've been living in different countries. You, you've been living in Spain, in Cambodia, in Australia. Tell me, I'm curious, suppose, at the beginning to ask you, um, what were the reasons you moved? Was uh, work? Was other, other um, you know, what was the, the motivation to move abroad? Yeah, so basically every move I, I made, I had a different reason uh, for it. So my first move abroad was to Spain. And that was during my studies. So I was studying uh, international law. And for my master's degree, um, I had the chance to move abroad for, I had to go at least for six months uh, or uh, maximum for a year uh, within Europe. And I was like, well, where should I go? I, I would love to learn Spanish as well. So it was kind of like a, a, a quick choice to, to, to decide to move to uh, Spain. So I went to Barcelona for a year. Um, so that was my first move. The reason was for studies. And then my second move uh, to Cambodia was for an internship uh, that was after um, I graduated and I couldn't find a job uh, yet. So I was like, I need some work experiences, experiences because that's what, what they ask for, right? Like every time when you search for a job, it's like, well, you, you know, you have your degree, but you don't have experience. So I was like, okay, let's find an internship, um, which I, I did in, in uh, Cambodia. 
Uh, so I did an internship there with uh, the United Nations for a few months. Um, and then my third move, um, that was to Australia. That was my longest move uh, for uh, three years. And that was actually um, with my job. So I was working in the Netherlands for a few years as an immigration specialist. And after a few years, I felt like I, I need a new adventure. The, the country is, is too small. You know, I was like, I want to see the world. And my vacation days are just not enough to, you know, I was really looking uh, to a new adventure. But I also enjoyed my job. So I was like, let's try to find a way that I can combine both and see if I can actually move somewhere else, um, and, but still keep my job. Um, so, you know, after a lot of uh, back and forth and negotiations and everything, I arranged that I could go to Australia uh, for six months. That was the idea. And then move back to my job in uh, the Netherlands. But um, yeah, things just uh, um, yeah, happened differently, I would say. Uh, so eventually I actually stayed for three years. Um, I, I quit my job in the Netherlands, got onto a local contract and just uh, stayed that's until uh, the pandemic, basically. Yeah, yeah so yeah, that's, like, that's it in a nutshell. To yeah. Australia was special. Yeah. This move to Australia was a special and actually very transformational, personal and professionally. So I would like to focus on this in this uh, move to Australia to go deeper and also because it was the most impactful mm -hmm. and, and longer. Uh, so tell me a bit more about yes. how was your life before moving to Australia? What was the, the, the B before and, and your life situation then? Yeah, I, I mentioned a little bit already um, before. So I, w I was working in the Netherlands uh, before I moved to Australia and I was in a corporate job, nine mm -hmm. to five, but it was usually longer. I was just, you know, working a lot uh, all the time. And although I, I found some ways to, to travel sometimes, uh, it was always, um, you know, just for vacation, so not that much. And yeah, I was kind of, just before I moved, I was I was pretty overwhelmed and just, stress because of work and I also just ended a bad relationship and everything was like you know I need a, a life change I, I just want to get out of here and start over and and you know just see the rest of the world basically so I was yeah kind of at a, at a low point that I was like yeah I'm so ready for a change and to do things differently um, also for my own personal growth for my career basically on, on all levels of my life um, so that move so came at you, the perfect you were time. So looking for yeah. proactively or something that just appeared and you took the opportunity? Yeah. Yes, I, I was looking for it, yeah. Um, so eventually it took me about a year to arrange that move with my uh, job. But I, I had some like backup plans like, you know, if, if I really can't go, should I just maybe travel by myself or, you know, like... I was already thinking about um, different options if it couldn't go ahead because I was so ready for uh, something different and just to explore more, uh, travel more. Uh, yeah, and I have, suppose have, that have the breakup with the relationship yeah. was also a point, right, of decision to want to start fresh in another place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think, yeah. Um, yeah, people who are listening, maybe can relate. Like, you know, when something like that happens, you're like, it happens okay, a lot, I, I need yeah. a change. Uh, something else if it yes I mean some people just uh, you know, go to, to the hairdresser and have a <laughs> haircut hair or, or something you know <laughs> but I was uh, yeah 
Exactly, but I was like, no, let's yeah, just uh, travel well, to the other decision, side of the right? world. Because it's, it's not just going <laughs> yeah, to another, yeah. like in Spain or another uh, country here in, in Europe. Uh, you actually went to the other side of the world, literally, yeah? So what were, I suppose, yeah, literally, yeah. was some yeah, challenges it's... that you had to face or overcome uh, to make this decision? I don't know if your family su fully supported you, if you were feeling maybe worried to miss your friends or... What were the challenges before moving? Um, yeah, of course, it comes with, with challenges. Um, in the beginning, while I was kind of like preparing for my move, I was scared to tell everyone because I, I was like, I'm sure people will be shocked. It's not just, as you mentioned, uh, moving somewhere in Europe, like close by. It's really far. Um, so I, I waited until like the last minute, like just maybe uh, two months in advance that I was like, okay, now I'm sure that it's going ahead and now I'm going to tell everyone because I didn't want to make people worried if maybe something would happen and it, you know, the move didn't go ahead. So I was like, let me just uh, arrange everything and then just drop the, drop the news. And yeah, of course that's challenging because, you know, people will be shocked and, and like, oh, but wow what are you going to do you know it's it's something so unexpected um but also because i was planning to just mm. move for six months um when i when i told everyone the news people were like excited for me as well and supportive and they were like well six months it's not so long so you know before we know you will be back uh, and at that time of course i also didn't know that i was going to stay for three years eventually so um i guess at, at that time it, You know, if I had known that I would be going for like such a long time, it would maybe have been different. Um, but now I was like, oh, you know what? Time flies by so quickly. Six months is, is over before you know. And yeah, then I will be back. Temporary, so it was kind yeah, of was like, you know, temporary um, in your mind. How, I, how I dealt with it. That didn't feel yeah, so definitive. Yeah, definitive yeah. So it was maybe easier in that time. So, okay. You arrived there. Yeah. And... What happened? I mean, what was the first impression? Was like things like you expected were easier, were more difficult? How do you remember that, that moment when you landed in Australia and you started to, you know, maybe find a place to stay? How all this uh, process went? Yeah, so because I moved with my job, um, they arranged an apartment for me. So th that, that made it a bit easier that I, I knew when I arrived, I had a place to stay. Um, but still, it was it was pretty overwhelming because after a few days, I already started working. So the first few weeks was really like trainings, but I was still jet lagged. I came from winter in the Netherlands to summer in Australia. So like my body was also what's going on, you know, so it was like a lot of changes in, in all different levels. And um, it was it was pretty overwhelming because I also had a demanding job. So uh, so much to learn. And then you you still feel like you're some, somehow in a bubble because you're you're adjusting and and all of that with the time zones and um, everything is new around you so i feel like those first few weeks uh, yeah we're, we're kind of like um, survival mode you just keep keep on going and you don't really realize what's going on um, but that's also that after a few i would say maybe yeah one or two months i started to notice like okay this is not good for my health i have to slow down and actually Take it, yeah, just take it slower and not just focus on work because I'm also, of course, I moved to Australia to, to experience the city and, and the nature and everything. And if I'm just working, then, mm. you know, I could have just stayed in the Netherlands, you know, that wouldn't have made any difference. 
Um, so that's really when I realized, okay, I have to approach this differently and, and just really, I think that's when this shift came that I started to also focus more on my mindset and, okay, how can I make the most out of this experience? It's not just about work, but I also have to make sure I feel good and can enjoy, um, you know, whatever I'm doing here. Um, so, so yeah, that made, made a big change for me when I realized that. To really what fully was, uh, embrace the, the experience, to, uh, that you know that made you made this decision was like you felt overwhelmed, you felt like uh, maybe stressed out, burned out. What was you know the the red flag that you noticed when, when this happened? Yeah, it, it was a combination of of those those things actually. Um, I remember. Um, because I, in the weekends I tried to to still explore, right? Even though I was so tired from work, I was like, yeah, but I'm I'm in Sydney. I want to go to the beach while it's still summer, and you know, do all of this stuff. And at a certain moment, I was just sitting somewhere on the beach, and I was like, what am I doing? I'm not even enjoying myself anymore because I'm just so overwhelmed. You know, when you're so tired, you you just can't take it in anymore. And yeah, there was a moment like, okay, this, it doesn't work like this. You can't do everything at the same time. You can't just be working like crazy and then explore. And, you know, you also have to rest and yeah, find a way that really works for you to find a, like a better balance and um, so that you can just enjoy every part of, of what you're doing. Um, so I, I really noticed that in my stress levels and, and yeah, my body just felt very tired and also mentally Uh, you start to feel tired. So those were the red flags that I was like, yeah, I have to so you, take you some steps and do, do this differently. Work and you were not having this balance and this made you say, okay, I have to change something. Because how yeah, did you exactly. face this situation? Because um, you were new in the job, you know, in a country that uh, you, you didn't know, maybe, I don't know, you had friends or you had some contacts there already or you had to build also your, your social network. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a challenge. I didn't so know anyone. You, it's normal, or, you know, natural yeah. that you uh, put all your attention and energy in, in work because it's what you, you know and, and you were maybe good at as well, right? So how did you, mm -hmm. and it's not an easy decision. So I yeah. can see that it's like, okay, I have to give up more of work, maybe also telling your boss that you're going to leave at a time, you're not going to do more extra hours, maybe afraid that, uh, I don't know, if they can fire you or something, you have to come back, like feeling like you failed or something like that. I don't know, what was the, the mindset challenges that uh, you had to face and, and how did you do it? Yeah, it, it, it's it's... Yeah, some of those things you mentioned, like, right, because if you, you start to make those decisions for yourself, for example, like, yes, I'm going to just leave on time, like the time I'm, I'm supposed to leave and not working overtime all the time, you really have to do that yourself and, and just find your own boundaries and, and really, yeah, make those agreements with yourself. Like, okay, today I'm just going to leave on time and afterwards I'm going to do something fun or whatever, you know. Um, so I really had to be strict with myself, like, yes, I know what I have to do to feel better. So now I really have to take those actions as well and not only have those ideas in my mind of what will make it better, but actually also take the, the steps towards it. Um, so I also spend a lot of time journaling uh, to help me as well to just kind of like have this conversation with yourself, like, okay, this is how I'm feeling right now, but which changes do I actually want to see? 
and how I'm going to do that. And especially when you're somewhere new and you don't, uh, you know, don't know many people yet. It's like, it's good to have to find that connection with yourself as well. So that you're like, okay, you know, um, do some, some inner work. Uh, so yeah, so that, so that you can really, um, yeah, focus on, on what you want to, to have this to experience and, and do. Right? It's yeah. important of what you want, what are you, you know, willing yeah. to, to, um, to sacrifice maybe, or just uh, prioritize. I don't know. It's very important, the journaling. I love the journaling. Well, actually, yeah. something, now we call it journaling, but we used to call it like writing your diary, right? When we were kids and we were writing our diary. It's the kind of the yeah, same Yeah, true. Thing. But yeah, it's very useful. It was fancy. Yeah. yeah, now it just sounds so fancier. Is something that you naturally yeah. came with this? Or you, I don't know, you had some coaches or some, you know, help on that? Or you just came with this uh, idea and you overcame all these challenges by yourself at that time? Um, actually, well, I, I always loved to write, like since I was little. So that was something that always felt comfortable to me. Um, so that is, I, I guess, something I, I just took with me from um, from my time in the Netherlands already. Um, but yeah, I wish I, I would have had a coach by then to just, you know, it's it's just easier that you don't have to figure everything out by yourself. Mm -hmm. So that's actually how I got the idea for my my business to become a coach myself for people in, in the same type of situation. But yeah, at that time, there was no coach there coaches that, didn't exist. That, you know, that I could find that, that did something like that. But no, exactly. So I was just figuring it out all by myself. Um, so I, yeah, I, I just tried to find tools that I could find and, and uh, like, like journaling. Um, I started to do some meditation as well. Um, what helped me was spending time in nature. Um, so I really loved the nature there and I made those beautiful coastal walks, uh, things I couldn't do here in the Netherlands so that helped me to relax as well and just by walking or moving your body sometimes you can also get that clarity um, just you know clear your mind and um, yeah so those type of things helped me but yeah it would have been <laughs> good to have some you know support with that but yeah I'm, I'm glad at least you know I found some totally, ways, ways totally. to deal with it I'm myself wondering, as well. Yeah. point um, when you were there that you know was like a moment or like you, you did the shift I was like, oh my God, that's it. Now I am in control. Now I'm really enjoying. Can you remember a moment that you said, okay, that's how it was meant to feel? I, I'm not sure if it was just one mm -hmm. moment. I think for me, it was more a process that I was like, okay, I'm going to focus more on, on how I'm feeling and, and taking care of myself and my health and, and, then after, you know, a few weeks, I started to feel better. And I was like, okay, this is working. I have to keep on doing this and even more. So for me, I, I feel like it, looking back, it was more a process, not just one like moment. Um, besides what we just mentioned, like the moment that I felt like, okay, I have to do something uh, to change. But then like taking those steps, that was, that was a process. Yeah, that, that took some time. Yeah. Yeah, you, I don't think you can just go from one moment feeling super stressed and then, you know, have this light bulb. A little bit every like, day, okay, yeah. Now I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I guess it. it's, it's a journey. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. if you have yeah. to tell me, because uh, you said that you were connecting with nature, you were journaling, focusing on your feelings. Was there also any moment that you had to push your boundaries or put, put you out of your comfort zone or you kind of, you know, push yourself, uh, you know, in this growing 
tell me some example what you did there um, that actually helped with the transformation that you experienced eventually. I think basically the whole move was out of my comfort zone. I feel like, you know, every step, um, just exploring a new city uh, without getting lost and, you know, just finding your way, but also meeting new people. Because as I mentioned, I didn't know anyone there. So trying to make new friends, it's it's also a scary thing um, because you're like, yeah, you know, um, I don't know anyone here. I'm going to do this. Um, so all of those those things were like out of my comfort zone. Um, so I really had to find ways. Um, for example, with meeting friends, uh, one of the things I did was uh, going uh, dancing because dancing is in my comfort zone. So that was that was something I used to do in the Netherlands as well, like salsa dancing. So when I was there, I was like, okay, let me just go to a party and see if I can meet some some nice people. Mm -hmm. Like people are dancing, so at least we have the same interests. And, you know, maybe it's an easy way to, to just start um, chatting with someone. Uh, so I try to do those type of things. But, of course, it's also awkward when you just go to a party by yeah, yourself and yeah, like, okay, yeah. hi, uh, is there anyone maybe steps, you know, yeah, to, maybe to steps, talk um... or to dance with me? So, yeah, so I think it's all of those baby steps you take every day when you move somewhere new. That eventually, if you look back, you're like, oh, wow, I did all of this. But then once you're in it, you just take it step by step and you do so many things out of your comfort zone that yeah that it almost becomes normal to do yeah, something so that scares you if, so if that makes the million sense. dollar question yeah. now what happened that you actually stayed three years instead of going back six months after <laughs> yeah like six months was just too short i i enjoyed it so much not just um, being in Australia, but I also met um, my fiance, like yeah, boyfriend at the time. Uh, of course, that helped also to to make the decision to stay. And yeah, it, like the whole experience, I felt like I was growing so much through all those challenges. And I was really creating a new life there that I enjoyed so much um, with like nice people around me, uh, with my job. Uh, I loved the city and the country. Like everything just made sense to me there. And I was like, I don't want to, to move back yet after six months. I, I just felt like I, I, just, I just arrived basically because it, you just need some time to, to find your way somewhere new. Um, so, so then I just started to negotiate with my job first, like if I could stay longer. Um, but they were like, well, we actually really need you back. Um, but then my boss in Sydney was like, well, you know, if you want to stay um yeah uh we we you're doing a great job so uh <laughs> we, we can use you here uh so it was kind of like you know between two countries like okay what am i going to do now um so eventually i was like okay this is maybe a once in a lifetime opportunity for me if i go back I, i'm not sure if i will go again you never know what happens so i decided to quit my job and go on a local contract uh, so that i could stay with another visa and and, and extend my stay um, which was very scary because it, my visa just got approved like one week before I had to leave. So it was really like until the last moment, the question, am I going to leave or am I going to stay? I don't know what's going on. So um, it was stressful, but yeah, it, it was, it, it it was, was great that, it, that eventually I could it stay. in the last yeah. minute. Well, yeah, exactly. What do you think? I mean, I'm curious yeah. about you, right? As a travel coach and travel professional that you also help other people mm -hmm. to do this like you just exp explained here what do you think why do you think travel is so powerful 
as a catalyst for growth and transformation? Because you transformed your whole life, professionally, relationships, and it can relate as well, right, for me. Was not moving abroad, was like traveling, but the same, the same yeah. as a consequence. So why do you think this is it? I think there are like many factors to it, but um, one of the things what I just mentioned as well is that when you travel or move somewhere new, you, you do a lot of things out of your comfort zone that you probably wouldn't do um, when you're just in, in your home country or not, not traveling, um, because then you tend to just stay in, in your comfort zone and do things that are comfortable to you. Um, because yeah, that makes the most sense. It's less stressful, but when you travel somewhere or move somewhere new, like everything around you is new. So only already by, by that, like that, those new experiences, you already get out of your comfort zone all the time. Um, so I think that really helps you to, to grow as a person, but also by, having those new experiences and by meeting new people, you hear different stories, you get different impressions and you learn so much because like by everything you see, like, Oh, what do I think of this? Like maybe you wonder things you used to do, you know, that were normal to you. You see people in another country do it differently and you're like, Oh, I've never thought about that, you know, to do it that way, but that's actually a cool way to do it as well. You know, like you kind of like challenge your beliefs and, and, and things as well. Um, so I feel like it really broadens your view, um, not, of, not just of the world, but also of yourself as a person. And you really question yourself about like, what do I, how do I feel about these things that I experience? What, I, what do I want to do with this? Um, so there are so many factors. Uh, it's, it's hard to summarize it just in a few minutes. But yeah, I think all of those, those factors um, contribute to, to your growth. So yeah, you were definitely. finishing your adventure. You were back to the Netherlands. Now you're in the Netherlands. What was, how, how was the experience? It was mm -hmm. like a reverse uh, cultural shock or you were just felt at home straight away? How was the experience of going back? Yeah, that was not easy at all. <laughs> it was definitely a reverse culture shock um, because I, I didn't plan to, to leave. Mm. Uh, it just happened because of, of COVID um, that I lost my job and my visa and, and all of that drama. Uh, so then suddenly within a few weeks, basically, um, my fiance and I had to leave Australia and, and move to the Netherlands. And we were literally here like, okay, and now, now what? And I was like, I'm, I'm in my home country now, but it doesn't feel like home because Australia was my, my new home, you know? Um, and then we were on lockdown and all of that stuff. I was like, I can't even really spend time with my friends or I was in this really weird bubble kind of like, um, really figuring out what I wanted to do with my life because this was not part of my plans and especially when you come from a place that you enjoyed so much and then you're suddenly back where you came from and you're like okay but now what am I going to do you know uh, so that was a very challenging um, to just kind of like it felt like another start start over but this one that I wasn't really excited about so I was like okay um, I really have to find a new way and find new goals and, and really get excited about something new again and decide what I want to do as a next step in my life. And um, yeah, that's actually after, that's why after a few months I, I found the, the travel coach certification program as well. And that's of course how we met. So yeah, um, that's when things started to shift and I was like, I always wanted to have my own, own business uh, but because I was working all the time, it was always like kind of like in the back of my mind, like, oh, yeah, maybe one day, you know, 
uh, it will happen. Uh, but then when I moved back to the Netherlands, I didn't have a job. I, I had no excuse not to just give it a try. I was like, now I have the time. I'm just sitting at home in lockdown anyway. Let me just go for it. So, um, yeah, I got certified as a coach and that's how it all started and how I kind of like started to focus again on, on the future and being excited about, um, yeah, the new things I was going for. And that's also, that, that helped me to deal with the reverse culture shock as well. Yeah. So we, you know, now we are here. Yeah. You said yeah. Exactly. Now, now when I look back, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful, you know, for this mm. journey. But when you're in the yeah, middle, yeah, you're like, exactly. okay, why does this happen to me? So yeah, sometimes you don't realize until a bit yeah, later, totally. and then you're like, okay. That, did you say something exactly. interesting? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That understood correctly, and you can tell me as well based on your experience and, and your client's experience. Is is maybe easier to you know um, mm -hmm. the challenges that you face when you move abroad or you come back home? Is it easier the process or less challenging when you actually choose doing so that when actually something that you are forced to do it or is quite similar? I think it's usually easier when it's your choice because you're in a different mindset. Then you're kind of like, okay, this is my choice. I'm going for it and I'm going to make the most out of this experience. You're like kind of like more in an empowering mindset. And when you feel like you're forced to go somewhere, it's like, okay, I didn't, this wasn't my choice. Now, now what, right? Like it's, it's a different state of mind you're in. So I would say based on my own experiences and, and also what I have seen with, with some of my clients, it's usually much easier when it's your own choice. Yeah. We, we are, need to wrap up the, yeah. the interview. I would like to ask you, If you have, if anybody's listening who, who is now struggling with the situation, you know, just feeling homesick or any of the challenges of moving, would you have some quick tool or piece of advice that would like, you would like to share to help this person to, to you know, feel better or overcome this, this situation? Um, yes, let me think of something quick. I would say it's very important to connect with yourself and I feel like it's different for every person like how uh, what the best way is to do that so as we mentioned before like journaling uh, journaling help help me for example or spending time in nature so finding something like that if you for example feel homesick or you're struggling um, try to connect with yourself in, in some sort of way to to calm down and and to find a moment to figure out okay what, what is actually Um, what is my struggle and how do I find a way out of this? Um, so whether that's, that's through some exercise or just doing nothing and just being still and, and breathing, for example, um, it's really powerful to find out what's that, that, that way that works for you. Yeah. And of course, like in my coaching, I would really dive deeper into that and find, help someone find those ways. Yeah. Um, but now this is just like a to quick tip in general. So yeah. You have clarity oh, about what that, that helps already. Yeah, exactly. Thank you for that. You know that I love collecting yeah. hidden gems from all around the world. So I'm going to ask you if you can share from the place mm -hmm. you are, the area, the country, what would be a must to visit that maybe it's not that famous or, you know, people don't know they are not from that place yeah so um, I'm based in the Netherlands right now and I feel like most people who visit the Netherlands um, only visit Amsterdam 
um, because there's not much time, right? Like, so let's go to the capital. Um, but I actually, I was thinking about a solution for, for those people who feel like I, I would love to see the rest of the country, but I don't have that much time. So then a, a hidden gem where you could go to is um, a place called Maduro Dam, which is actually a place where you can see the whole country in miniature. So it's like really, you see like tiny houses and the most important buildings of, of each city. And you can just walk through it like little streets. It's, it's very cute, but it's also a nice way to, to just have a better, um, you know, idea of what the rest of the country looks like. And you actually learn uh, a lot of things. Um, I, I went there for the first time this summer with my fiance because he's also new in the Netherlands. And I was like, oh, this is, this is so cool. I learned new things about my country that I didn't know yet. So it's, it's kind of like a fun thing to do. And, and yeah, it, it gives you a bit yeah, of, of a better idea. impression then of, you the like of the country Something that you can well. explore in real life, but you have like an overview, yeah? <laughs> so exactly. Cool. Thank you for that. I'd love yeah, to exactly. check it out later as well uh, to know better about this place. Thank me. And I would like to, yeah, mm -hmm. if somebody wants to yeah. connect with you and wants to contact you, what would be the best way to do so? Uh, yes, you can always connect with me uh, or follow me on Instagram. So my Instagram is unpack by Veer. So it's unpack by, and then Veer is the first four letters of my name, V-E-E-R. And just connect with me there. Um, I will, I'm always happy to, to have a, a discovery call with someone who, who wants to know more about my coaching or has a question about living abroad or anything at all. Um, Thank you for that, Veer. It's been a pleasure yeah. to have you on board the Travel Coach today. My Thank pleasure. you so much as well. I and really everybody tuning in, happy Good and safe travels. Bye, Lee. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For new adventures every week, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. For more travel coach insights, follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Sonia Cruz Oro. Happy travels. Oh, 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 oh,